Welcome to the Building Heroes Podcast, where we learn to build heroes in our homes to help our kids be prepared for their life journeys. Hi, I'm your host, Molly Christensen, and I love to encourage and mentor you on your path. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Building Heroes Podcast, and today we have a podcast launch guest that I'm excited about. This is Jen Myers. Welcome to the show. Jen is the founder of Homeschool CEO, which is where I met her, which is an online community for entrepreneurs who also homeschool, which is also me. Um, (laughs) And she, in the last 16 years, has graduated three of her four children from homeschooling, moved three times, built three successful businesses. I'm seeing a pattern here with the threes. Um, and now connects and empowers other moms who are juggling the balls of motherhood, entrepreneurship, and homeschooling. So welcome to the podcast, Jen. New Thank you so much, Molly. I'm excited to be here. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but I am excited to hear your story because you said you have a really great hero journey story to share with us. I do. I do. In fact, for me, you know, I, I had my whole life planned out. I was going to go to graduate school and, you know, I never thought that I would be a homeschool mom. That wasn't me. I don't look like a homeschool mom. I don't sound like a homeschool mom, but due to a surprise pregnancy combined with the fact that the public school system wasn't working for two of our three kids, we decided to go ahead and try out homeschooling first year, fell in love with it. But the story really begins that my husband and I had a really successful automotive business that he had co-owned with his uncle and they decided to sell that. And my husband and I started our first business together. And that business was very successful financially, but we struggled. We struggled in our marriage and we struggled in our family. And a lot of what happened was I would try to motivate him to run the business because we had all of these customers that loved us and adored us from all over the country and would send us their products to work on. But he didn't have that internal motivation. But because I was raised as this Midwestern Christian evangelical submissive wife, I held back and I didn't step into the entrepreneurship. I tried to stand behind him and push him into the spotlight. And because of that, we always had enough, but never more than enough. And on top of that, we always, we always were fighting. Like the kids were happy, like as a family, we're happy, but in our marriage, we weren't. After seven years, we sold that business and I ventured out on my own. And it's when I ventured out on my own and I went through all of that deep inner work and I started to really dig deep on what made me an entrepreneur. I realized what had happened was I was the entrepreneur and he was not. He took a job as an employee and he's thrilled with that. I'm thrilled in the world of entrepreneurship and I out earn anything that he ever made and still makes to this day because I'm the entrepreneur. And it taught me that when we step into who we're created to be, that is when we blossom. And when we try to hide our light and stand behind somebody else, that's when we cripple and we, we die inside. And that's, that's my hero's journey. Like from where I started to where I am now, 
was this long, painful process that I am so thankful for because now I get to impact so many women all around the world. I love that story. And, you know, it's interesting because at the beginning you're saying you make a lot of money and, and a lot of people are out there thinking, well, that would solve all my problems, but it doesn't. It doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't. People would see what we would make and, they, you know, we were a multi-six figure, but it didn't solve our problems because you can make all the money in the world, but if you're working all the time and you don't have the systems in place, like, it's not worth it. No. No, it's not. And then the next part of your journey, I think so many women can relate to in the sense that maybe we have that entrepreneur spirit in our hearts and we try to make our husbands do it and maybe they don't want to. Maybe they don't have that. Or they like the idea of it, but they don't have that intrinsic drive. You know, it very often I'll get up before everybody else, but it's not because it's a sacrifice. It's because I love what I do. Like it energizes me. Yeah, for sure. And, and I think you also made a really valid point that you had to step in your own power because a part of you was trying to make everybody else do what you thought would be great. <laughs> right. I mean, I could yeah. totally relate to that. Totally. I think, I think that happens with so many women, you know, because we want traditional society says the husband is the breadwinner. And so, I mean, it's not like that for everybody, but so often it is. And we tend, we just tend, I feel like so many women, we hold ourselves back. It's nobody else doing it to us. We take those societal norms and we put them on ourselves. And that's part of just digging deep and figuring out what we want. Like what, what do we really desire? For me, it was freedom and flexibility. And that's now what I have, but it took that was a journey. And that took finding mentors that helped guide me, which now I pay it forward. And I'm guiding other women to help really figure out what that looks like for them. Oh, absolutely. And that's one thing that I love to teach about too, is that the hero's journey is not just for guiding our kids, but we got to take it too. And we do hold ourselves back a lot. Partly because I think a lot of us as moms are just struggling to stay afloat and we're just waiting around in the chaos of daily life and feeling frustrated, but you brought up a good point there too. It's like a lot of times we know what we don't want. We don't want all the struggles and the yelling and the, the uncooperative children and, you know, and the, the struggles and disagreements. How often do we actually sit down to figure out what we do want? Right. Well, and also too, Molly, I think a lot of it, especially in the throes of motherhood, is that we feel guilty if we take time to chase our dreams. Like we feel like we have to hit pause on our dreams while we're raising our kids. But yet what I learned was when I stepped into my entrepreneurship power and that part of my identity and really embraced that it gave my kids the permission to also step into their superpower because I led by example. Oh, exactly. Exactly. And the other thing that I found too, as I've stepped into my power too, of following the journey and the path that I'm supposed to take, I've found that 
By doing so, I've had to become a much better manager of myself, my time, my energy, and I end up having, strangely enough, more time for them mm-hmm. when I have figured this out. You know what I mean? But sometimes if we're not careful, we start we can start going down the path where we have to prove ourselves. And then that's when we start spending too much time. So there's a fine line between trying to prove yourself and between stepping into your power and living your journey and still keeping that balance of motherhood. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And how, so how have you done that? By only focusing on what is important to our family like what our priorities are, which may not be what other people's priorities are. And I, we always limit it to, you know, we work on three things at a time. Three, for me, it's three business, three homeschooling. Like we don't do, we don't do all the stuff. And it's not just what we do. It's what we say no to. It's more often that I'm saying, no, I don't want to participate in everything because then that gives us the white space and the, gives me the energy to be able to really focus on what we're doing at that time, whether it's a kid that's going through a difficult season and I need to be more mom, you know, like I need to spend more time in that mom role, that mom hat, or if it's my business, it's a busy, like for me, for launching, like that will be an intense business time where I'm not doing as much homeschooling. I'm focusing on launching. And I've learned to just find that rhythm and that harmony and realize that some things are going to be higher at some points and some things will be lower And at the end of the day, it all works out. Yeah, I love that. So what advice would you give to moms who are feeling the overwhelm of motherhood and feeling like they can never get ahead and they're feeling frustrated? And then now we're coming on this podcast saying, you got to step into your power. And you're like, I can't do that. I don't have time for that. You know, I think it comes down to figuring out what it is they want, but how do they figure that out? Ooh, that's a good question. First, I would just tell them to breathe and show themselves grace and realize that we're all on our own journey and they are not behind. Then I would just tell them to take some time and journal and write what, if they could just design their life, if they could design their perfect day, what would that look like? What would that feel like? And I would start there by looking at that. And then I would just do one step that would get me closer to that vision. You know, just 1% better every day. It's not tomorrow I'm going to get up and I'm going to start this big enterprise business that's going to take over the world. It's one thing. Maybe it's making one phone call or, you know, starting one book or whatever that 1% is for them. Just take one step. And then my second advice would be, Figure out what you want your future to look like and then surround yourself with people who match your future and not your past. Figure out where you want to go and find people who are like-minded and connect with them because they're going to be the ones that will hold you up and support you on those hard days and help you reach your goal of whatever that is. Absolutely. That is really good advice. I love that. I mean, Just, and even just listening to podcasts like this one, and I know you have one too, it just inspires you and helps you keep going as well. And I also want to point out too, I loved this, um, 
you know, maybe it's a warning for us to not think that we are behind. You know, I think a lot of times we can go, oh, I should be going so much faster than I am. It's like, no, no, just allow yourself grace and do what you can do. And that is all you need to do. It's not. And same thing, same thing for our kids. Yep. So often we feel like, oh, like just today in the homeschool CEO community, somebody was saying like, my kid's behind, they're not reading yet. I'm like, my youngest didn't read until he was 10, Mm. 10 years old. The kid did not read like anything. He knew his letters, he knew his sounds, but he could not blend them together because of dyslexia. Like the kid did not read a lick until he was 10. And so often I remember like, thankfully he was number four. If he had been number one, I would have been crying. I mean, I cried anyway, but I'm sure I would have been more (laughs) devastated and said, oh my goodness, like this kid is failing. I'm failing as a homeschool mom. But because I had already done so much inner work, I knew that he would read when he was ready. And so all of our kids are on their own journey too. And that's what this podcast is about as well. You know, letting them find their way. And, you know, thankfully today he's 16 and is doing very, very well. And what he has learned in the last six years has just been incredible. But we're all on this different journey and we all, we're exactly, I would say, you know, mom, if you're listening, you're exactly where you need to be right now. Absolutely. Yeah. It's funny sometimes because we think our kids should just, you know, go on this linear path that's gradually moving upwards. And, and if they're not, then we worry that they're falling behind or we're failing them, but really their learning is more like a roller coaster up and down. And sometimes it stops and sometimes you have to get them back on and, but it's more fun that way when we can enjoy it, really. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> for sure. Well, thank you so much for taking time out to hop on here as a podcast launch guest. And you actually have something really cool for the podcast launch giveaway that goes along with what we were talking about. You want to tell them about that? Yeah, absolutely. If you go to homeschoolceo.com, forward slash journal prompts, you can actually get 30 days worth of journaling prompts that I use to really do that deep inner work so that you can figure out like what your why is like and how you want your day to feel and what that vision looks like so that you can start doing that 1% better every day. Which is awesome. All right. So the good news is we actually get to have Jen back on as a guest and we will get a lot more interesting hero journey stories from her because as you told me you have lots of stories and good ones (laughs) which not only it's because I'm old it's because I'm my kids are old like I've lived a lot of life at this point (laughs) it's not because you're old it's because you're experienced okay experience (laughs) you win we'll say experience but (laughs) And the beautiful thing is, is that stories are really how our brains learn. So I love hearing stories because it helps connect our own brains to our own stories too. And so it's going to be inspiring and fun. So I'm excited to have you back on. So thanks so much. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Building Heroes podcast. Can you help more people join the Building Heroes movement by sharing this podcast? More people can find it when you subscribe to the show, rate it, and leave a review. For more help,
help on building heroes in your home, get the free Building Heroes resources at www.buildingheroesacademy.com.